Welcome back to Cold America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host. Oh, pardon my voice. Uh, <laughs> if you remember, uh, this has happened a few times before. Um, when I uh, have opened other places and done it, uh, in the beginning, you're there a lot. You're talking nonstop. I talk a lot anyway. And nonstop. So my voice is uh, not entirely with me today. Don't worry, I uh, I had some hot tea and some honey. <laughs> it'll, it'll hopefully get back to normal here in the next day or two. But for today, it's not. I'll be doing another show middle of this week with my predictions for this week's games. I got a special guest coming in, coming on the show. So it should be a good time. Um, yes, I do have my 23 23 flavors of deliciousness, Dr. Pepper here. Mm. I'm here in Unique uh, doing the show. And on the ride in today, I, I will study ESPN Radio. Mike Greenberg, literally, Dr. Pepper is sponsoring part of his show. And I just got to wonder how long it's going to take. When I'm going to, with Dr. Pepper, where's the love? Come on. Now I'm going to start out here today talking about some futures for college football. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to do the SEC. The SEC, um, you know, for the, uh, the over-unders of each individual team. Now the thing to remember here is we're playing a 12-game schedule, okay? 12-game schedule. And since it is officially Miami Hate Week, I'm going to start out with the University of Alabama, defending champions, 18-time champions. Yeah. The kings of college football. Vegas set their over-under win total at 11.5. 12-game schedule. Now, I'll tell you the, uh, the percentage odds to go over for Alabama. Is it 15%? And that makes sense. Uh, I, I would take the under as a gambling guy. It's hard to bet against Alabama any time. But, I mean, come on. We've won more than, <laughs> so many national titles not going undefeated. Uh, to go undefeated is hard, especially in this conference. And especially when you are the defending, defending champs and you have that target on your back. Mm. I'm going to go under 11 and a half wins for Alabama. I hope I'm wrong on that. I hope I'm wrong. Roll Tide. I hope that uh, I hope we, go, we win over game out always. But I'm going to go under. Georgia, 10 and a half is their over under. This one is tough because Georgia has a history of slipping up and losing to somebody that they shouldn't whether it be a South Carolina early in the season, something like that. Uh, I, you know, they opened the season with Clemson. And I'm not going to give you my pick on that game yet because we're doing that in the next show. But they don't have the easiest of schedules. But 10 and a half means two losses. Two losses to go under. Uh, Vegas is giving them a 32% chance to go over. I think they go over. They might lose one in the regular season. Remember, SEC championship, playoffs, bowl games, those don't count in this. Just regular season. They might lose one. I don't think they lose two. 
I think they're good. I think this Georgia team is legitimately really, really good. I'm going to go over for Georgia. Texas A&M, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Ten and two season. Looking at their schedule. I've already got Alabama down as a loss. So they'd have to run the rest of the table. I don't think they do it. I think their, their shot at getting in and everything was last year. Uh, and they're giving them a 47% chance to go over. A lot of people are big on A&M. Jimbo Fisher needs to get it done and show why he got that big contract. But I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. I think it's 9-3. and three. That's a, a bit of a coin flip on that one anyway. Florida is at 9. They're giving them a 31% chance to go over at 9. I would lean... I would lean towards the under because of all that they lost. I don't, I'm not a big Dan Mullen guy. I think Georgia takes Florida. I think Georgia beats them. That's a big one. That gives you one. Now, here's the thing. Nine, you don't have that half in there. So, you're looking at nine and three is a push. I, I, I'm going to go over. I'm going over. Here's why. I think it's more likely they go ten and two. Then eight and four. Alright? And they'd have to go eight and four for the under to hit. I, I think nine and three is the right number. I think, you know, this is gonna push. But I, I, I gotta take the over. Ole Miss, the lane train. Seven and a half. A lot of people are gonna be big on Ole Miss this year. My good friend Oliver Ezel and I have discussed this in the past, and we both said that we believe if Nick Saban ever loses to an assistant, Lane Kiffin would be the first one to do it. And I don't think it happens this year. But I'm going to go over the 7.5-0 miss. I like Lane. I like uh, what he's doing up there. I'm going to go over. Auburn Tigers, the new coach Haskins from from Boise, Idaho. Your over unders at seven. Who? Seven and five's a push. Seven and five's a push. I'll take the over because I think it is again. I think it's more likely they go eight and four than six and six. Um, I think their defense is going to be good. I obviously, you know, Bo Nix still their quarterback. The line was pretty new last year. We'll see if that shirt up. They do have one of the better running backs in the league. They'll tell you they got the best running back in the league. I'm not sold on that completely, but uh, you got to show me, son. You got to show me. And running backs don't matter as much as the O line. If you got the O-line, then, then your running back is going to be a lot better. That's just simple fact of football. Mm. But I am going to go over seven wins. Bill Snowden, you texted me the other day. You asked me how I thought the season was going to be. I think it's going to be better than the experts think, but not up to the expectations y'all as fans should have for them. 
Jeff Fogley will get trolled a lot on tw- on Facebook. LSU. Oh, by the way, Vegas is giving over a 42% chance of going over. LSU, the Tigers, Coach Orgeline, down there in the rape culture. Yeah, that's what you're barely doing down there. That's what you're running, right? Les Miles did it. You did it. Whatever. Clown shoes. Get out of here. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I cannot believe it was that high. The Vegas gave you an 18% uh, chance of going over. I'm lower than that. I'm big on the under. You already lost your starting quarterback. He's already out for the year. No. Under. 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 Six and six. Seven and five. I mean, eight and four still has you under. I'm under. I don't think you get nine wins. Maybe in the bowl game, but no, under, 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 all day. Five-star lock, LSU under. Kerry Murphy, if you're listening, I know you agree with me. Let them hear about it. Tennessee, another new coach. It's been tough times up on old Rocky Top. Their, Their win total is at six. Oh. Six. They lost everybody. They lost everybody. They had like 30 people transfer out of that program. Their best player is now in Alabama. Their sworn enemy. Their rival. Most people aren't looking at that as a rivalry right now because, well, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since Tennessee's Showing up in that. Six. They're giving you a 63% chance of going over 500. 63% chance of going over 500. I don't know. Uh, This is a tough one. I think six and six would be a good year for you. I'm going to go against the percentage. And I'm going to go under. So I think it's more likely that Tennessee only wins five games then they win seven. And I'm going to go under. Not big on that, but I'm going under. Those Wildcats from Kentucky. You know, my coach at Wallace Hansel, Glenn Finelli, he, uh, he went to Kentucky. And I've always liked Kentucky. It's a beautiful campus. A lot of good people. I don't have a problem with Kentucky. During football season. <laughs> Kentucky is a... Uh, Kentucky is at seven with a 27% chance of going over. Seven seems right. Seven seems right, but I never know with Kentucky. Uh, Two years ago, Kentucky, we thought, would be in Kentucky, and they came out and they won 10 games. They were great. They were phenomenal. Half the time using a wide receiver at quarterback. Then they come back last year. They got their guys back. They got all these guys, and... Oh, they were miserable. They found ways to lose games. Like, they they, they blew games that they had. I couldn't, uh, I don't know. And so you got to wonder about the, the attitude, the mentality going into this season. They're back to being underdogs. I'll go, I'm going to go under on Kentucky because I think it's more likely they get six than they get eight. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, six to eight. 
Missouri, the Tigers. Yeah, not those Tigers, the other Tigers. Are they just Tigers? LSU's the Tigers. Tigers. I can't sound Cajun enough. Missouri's just Tigers. Missouri, seven. Percentage, 19%. I like Eli Drinkwitz. I like their coach. I'm going to go over for Missouri. Missouri's a team that nobody pays attention to too much. That they can jump up and bite you real quick. Um, I like I like Missouri. I'm going to go over. Miss Steak. Who has a national title in a sport now? In baseball, they won it. Should there be an asterisk? Of course, but either way, read about it in the history books. They have a national championship. They have a claim. So welcome to the SEC. We'll let you join now that you're being productive in something. I'm still going to call you mistake. <laughs> the... Uh, the first man that I one of one they, there were two guys that owned the bar the first bar I ever worked at, and uh, one of them, uh, both of them went to Mississippi State, and uh, one of them still owns a couple of places up there in Starkville, and is you know, just a great man. If you're ever in Starkville, go to Rick's. That's uh, that's the, he's the man. He's he's the Godfather. He's he's uh he's absolutely awesome. Great guy, uh, from Tomb Soup of Mississippi originally. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Meridian, so that's the only reason I know where that is. Anyway, um, and I have a lot of great friends and a lot of a lot of family and stuff that are all mis mistake people. It's awesome, Adam. I hear you. Your win totals at six. The percentage to go over is forty percent. I think six is right. I think six and six sounds good, but you got the pirate. You got the pirate, Mike Leach. He had a tough first year. I like your young quarterback. I think he can spin it. It's just can he read the defense? I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over on mistake. Hope I'm wrong. <laughs> but I'm going to go over. Arkansas, five and a half. Your percentage is 48%. With the steps y'all made in year one from where that program was under your new coach last year, who's an O-line guy, and I love that. <laughs> Here's the problem. Your schedule. You're in the SEC West. You got to beat LSU. Auburn. Mississippi State. Can you do anything with Ole Miss? A&M? Don't talk about Alabama. Come on now. You're real. Ole Miss? Mm. Five and a half. Over gets you to a bowl. Over gets you to six and six, gets you to a bowl game. He gets them to a bowl game in year two? Oh, buddy. You know what? I think he does it. Mm. I think he does it. Because he's not going to lose the crap games that he's supposed to win. I'm going over for Arkansas. 
South Carolina. Three and a half. Three and a half. That's how far your program has fallen. You change coaches. Okay. I wasn't huge on the hire. I understand, though, you had to make a change. Will Muschamp just wasn't doing it. You got a 65% chance of going over three and a half wins. I'm going to go over. I think you get four. I think four and eight. You're going to upset somebody because you're going to be a dog against everybody in the conference. And then there's Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, you're at three. And your percentage to go over it is 54%. And let me tell you, I think three is about right, but I'm going to go under. I think it's more likely you only win two than, than you win four. I'm going under on Vanderbilt. All right? And so that's where we are with the SEC. Now, let's jump over and look at some bigger stuff here that we have with college football. The odds to win the national championship. A lot of those teams I was talking about, you're not going to hear them in this. Alabama's your favorite at plus 235. Clemson, plus 375. Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, all plus 575. After that, it jumps all the way up to plus 3,700. I'm sorry, 3,500 with Florida. Then 3,700 with Iowa State A&M. Wow. It's a big jump. It's a big jump. They're basically saying, look, we got five teams here that can win the national title. All the rest of you, meh. If you believe it will be somebody other than Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, or Georgia, you are going to get incredible value. I mean, just incredible. If you think A&M or LSU, Florida, Texas, are they back? USC, Brian, great to see you yesterday. Notre Dame, come on, not Notre Dame, come on. Any of these others, Miami, Miami upsets Alabama and runs the table, plus 5,000. You should be getting plus 5,000 just for them to beat Alabama. Get out of here. But you're getting great value with any of these other teams. So I understand. If you want to throw $10 on Tennessee at plus you know, 15000 you're giving money away, but sure. Kind of like Georgia. Kind of like Georgia at the plus 575. I'm taking it. I am taking it. All right. Odds to win the ACC. Clemson's at minus 1,000. We're not taking that. Are they going to win it? Probably. Are we taking that? No. North Carolina plus 700. Miami plus 850. Uh, I'm going to go North Carolina plus 700. Uh, not for much. Like a star. Just because I'm not laying minus thousands. Odds to win the Big Ten. You got Ohio State minus 235. Wisconsin plus 350, Penn State plus 1,000, Michigan plus 2,300, Iowa plus 850, Indiana, who had a good season last year, plus 1,300, Nebraska, 
Now it was 13,000. Yeah, 13,000. But we saw them last week. Scott Frost, what are you doing? I'm not going through all of them. Look. It's Ohio State's to lose. If I was going to take somebody else just for the odds, maybe Penn State at plus 1,000. But not for much. The Big 12, Oklahoma's minus 250. I'm almost willing to lay that because I'm this I'm that confident that they're gonna they're gonna do it. I hate laying negative, but Oklahoma's gonna win the Big 12. <laughs> Texas was 775, Iowa State plus 265. Then it goes OK State plus eleven hundred. George, hope you're healing up, buddy. We miss you. TCU plus twelve hundred. Then it goes on down from there. But uh it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma's gonna win it. You can lay that minus two fifty if you want to. They're gonna do it. The Pac twelve. Now this gets real interesting out here. Oregon plus two thirty five. Washington plus three twenty five. USC and Arizona State plus four hundred. UCLA plus 850, Utah plus 400. Then it jumps up after that. The Stanford, the Cal, both 3,600. Colorado plus 7,000. You know, Washington State plus 5,500. You get Arizona plus 22,000 because they're going to get drugged. But in this, Oregon, Washington, USC, Arizona State, UCLA, Utah all have a legitimate shot. All have a legitimate shot. I am going to take Utah to win the Pac-12. Utah does it. The odds to win the Southeastern Conference. Oh, yeah. We went over the win totals. Alabama's minus 200. No surprise there. Georgia is plus 185. No real value there. A&M plus 1,000, Florida plus 1,500, LSU plus 1,300, Auburn plus 5,500, Ole Miss plus 3,400, Missouri plus 7,500, Kentucky plus 8,000, Tennessee plus 12,000, Miss State plus 9,000, Arkansas plus 15,000, South Carolina plus 25,000, Vanderbilt plus 25,000. Look. I've already written it in. Alabama's playing Georgia in the SEC championship. Okay? So, it's there. If you want to flip a coin and see who wins that game, because it's going to be one heck of a football game, go right ahead. By the way, here at Unique, I, of course, University of Alabama, my partner, Mac Maddox, Georgia Dog. So, that's going to be a fun day for us. That's going to be a real fun day. Um, over to the AAC, if y'all care. Cincinnati's minus 275, Central Florida plus 300. Then you get Memphis at plus 950, Houston plus 900. I think it's Cincinnati. It's their conference. I think they dominate it. You can lay that if you want to. Conference USA. Uh, UAB's plus 250. 
Marshall plus 350. Uh, UT San Antonio, the Roadrunners. Michelle Beadle went to UTSA. That was an ESPN person. Plus 300. Uh, Western Kentucky plus 550. FAU plus 700. Then it jumps way up, you know, really high after that. I think it's the Blazers. Shane Cook, I hope you're listening, buddy. UAB. Lane Flournoy. Y'all going to bring that defense. Y'all going to hit. I think it's UAB. <coughs> Odds to win the MAC. Toledo's plus 250. Ball State plus 325. Buffalo plus 450. Central Michigan's plus 550. So it's Ohio. I mean, I, I want to take the over. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just used to taking the over every time the Mac plays. It's Maxion, baby. They're going to score some points. It's fun to watch. Toledo. I don't, I don't know if I believe in them. Kind of like Ohio, but... You know, Solich did retire. Eh, I'll take Buffalo. Why not? Mountain West, Boise State minus 145. Nevada plus 325. San Jose plus 600. Wyoming plus 750. Y'all know all of those Cowboys when they're in Laramie. That elevation, I love it. They're not going to be that good. I'm not taking them. Um... Boise, it's always theirs to lose. They're minus 145. I would, yeah, you can lay that. You can take that. I think that's a pretty good one. If anybody else, I might look at San Jose just because it was 600. Uh, the Sun Belt, ooh la la, Coastal Carolina, App State, all right there, plus 125, plus 145, plus 225, respect, respectfully, respectively, whatever. Troy sitting there plus 1,400, then it jumps up. All those teams were darlings last year. The media of everybody of the COVID year. Uh, Coastal gained a lot of national attention. Ula La was a legit team. App State was really good two years ago before Drinkwitz left and went to Missouri. I, uh, I'll go with Ula La. There you go. So there's your conferences of each one. Now, uh, who's going to win, whatever. Now, with that, I'll tell you, I think Oklahoma's in the playoffs. I think you can write them in the playoffs. All right? So here's your team. You're going to like this. I'm about to get real bold on you real fast. Before I give you the other three, let me tell you this. I'm going to go ahead and give you my pick. I'm going to go ahead and give you my pick for the, the next show. The Georgia Bulldogs are about to whip Clemson. Now, Clemson bounces back and wins the ACC. The ACC is not getting in the playoffs this year. You heard me. Clemson is missing the playoffs. Both Alabama and Georgia will get in. That's three. Two from the SEC. Everybody's going to be angry. So that leaves the Big Ten, the Pac-12, 
Oh, wow. Utah from the Pac-12 will get the love after they win it. After they win the Pac-12, Utah, Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia, four teams in. Alabama will play Utah in the semifinal. And, oh, buddy, I never knew what kind of people Utah fans were until we met them in New Orleans. Nick Saban will remember. It will be the biggest blowout in playoff history to date. And then Alabama and Georgia will meet again for the national title. Maybe Oklahoma, but I don't think so. I think Georgia got a little bit. I like Spencer Rattler. I like Spencer Rattler. I do. Uh, I think he's really good. And I think he, uh, and, uh, I just think that, that he's got a good shot, you know, taking them all the way to the playoffs. Everybody always talks about their defense. Their defense is better. Dr. Pepper break. <clears throat> their defense has gotten a lot better. Oklahoma's going to be good. They're going to be a really good team. Let's look at, uh, let's look at the Heisman numbers. Spencer Rattler's odds on favorite, plus 450. All right. Bryce Young, who has not taken a snap at Alabama yet, Getting paid about a million bucks, which is how much I expect to make it happy on today, two to eight. <clears throat> Come through, fam. Where y'all at? <laughs> uh, Bryce Young, plus 700. DJ, I ain't even trying it. Clemson, plus 700. JT Daniels, plus 900. Sam Howell, plus 1,200. Derek King, nope, you're you're about to get worked in week one, son. Brian Robinson, plus 2,500. Keaton Slovis, plus 2,400. Got so many good players in college football now. I'm sorry, Brian Robinson Jr. is plus uh, 4,500. John Robinson is the plus 2,500. Um, that's not going to get confusing at all. Emory Jones down there at plus 2,100. You got a lot of good players. Derek Stingley Jr. plus 5,000. Um, I don't think he can do it. John Mechie plus 6,500. Saw a wide receiver from Alabama do it last year. You've seen four wide receivers from Alabama taken in the first round over the past two years. Is he the heir apparent? Is he the next man up? Yes. Will he win the Heisman? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. I think you'd be better off going with Brian Robinson Jr. if you're taking an Alabama guy because Alabama's going to bring a legit defense for the first time since the likes of Dante Hightower and then with Roman the Roman's Field and my man Chappie and all those boys. We're going to bring an actual legit D. And you know what happens when you bring a legit D and you got a new quarterback, you hand the ball off behind the, one of the best O-lines in college football, if not the best, and you ground and pound, and it looks like 2011, and the media hates you because you're not throwing it up every play, 
You don't have Mac Jones and Devontae on ridiculous plays. You're not giving them highlights. You're just giving them good, hard-nosed Alabama football. And they're going to hate it. And they're going to hate it worse because we're winning and they can't do anything about it. I ain't saying that we're going full-on Mark Ingram running the Wildcat. But expect us to slow the game down from what – especially what we were at last year. It's not going to go faster. It's going to slow down for it. So there's, there's, there's your husband. I, if I'm taking somebody, that, that's just an Alabama rant. Honestly, I think your best value on here, as far as legitimate contender, JT Daniels. JT Daniels, Georgia, you saw what he did second half of last year. Once they finally gave him the job, he's got weapons. He's got talent. Ooh. I just don't know if he'll lose it in that SEC championship game. But I think JT Daniels is very, very good. And I think that he, uh, at plus 900, I think you're getting good value there. Spencer Rattler, I can definitely see winning it. You know how they love Oklahoma. You know how the Oklahoma guys are going to vote for Oklahoma. <clears throat> if you want a Heisman, you get a vote. You know they're going to vote for him. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Plus 900 JT, plus 4,500 Brian Robinson Jr. Eh, I mean, you could throw $10 on JT Daniels to win 90. You could throw $10 on Brian Robinson Jr. to win four, uh, 400. Maybe, maybe one of those. Maybe one of those. I like JT Daniels, though. I think he gets it done. So, now. You know I ain't going to leave the show without talking about a little dart league. I talked about it a good bit last week. I mean, mm. last show, sorry. The playoff brackets are made. Talked about that a little bit. We got them. They're right here. The uh, starts tomorrow night. You got some interesting matchups here. Dartman coming, three down to Vinny champs. Finally being the one seed for the first time. They get Bad Darts More Beer. Bad Darts More Beer was the team last year. Wayne and them pulled the upset as the seven. They knocked off the two. Could they be the first ones to be an eight seed, knock off the one? They're going to have to come correct. Kyle Logles be in there instead of Drew Rhodes. This is probably the most significant change. Uh, they had game day Daniel Jones. Uh, they added in also to go along with Hunger and JJ. But my goodness, Dortmund cometh. You're talking about you have Scott Horless and me and Seth and Danny Shanahan. Ryan, their new addition, made the all-star team this year. They don't pick up scrubs. They add all-stars. They're like the freaking Yankees, guys. They just keep stacking more and more talent. Tyler Crawford, the heart and soul of the team. He's their Jim Lairitz. I also know Tyler's a Braves fan, and I just wanted to liken to a Yankee. That hurt the Braves. <laughs> Look, they're good. It's going to be a tough road for Wayne them. But if I were a betting man, I'd have to take Dortmund. I'd have to take the Dortmund cometh. Especially at home in Nocturnal Tavern. Ooh. 
The good news is it starts at 6 p.m., so it won't be too dark outside yet. They come out to play in the dark. Sonia's Angels are home against Bia. I'm not sure what they're going to be able to do with this game. Apparently, Matt and Sonia are going to be uh, out. I don't know. I was getting some texts yesterday. We'll see what they're able to figure out and work out. Sonia's Angels has to ghost this game. They're in trouble. I and mean, Robert, David, George are great, but John Oliver and Jenka and Michael and uh, and uh, Andrew Rutherford there from Bia, they're, they're no pushover. They're no joke. You can't beat them with a ghost. You got it. So there's a hardship rule where they could pick somebody up. We'll see what they do. Over to the other side of the bracket. The number two seed hoppers right there in the same position they were in last year. Steven Trout, Wes, Will, Raw, who was there last year for the playoffs. They added in Eddie Eds. They brought in Drew. Well, they brought Eddie back, you know, whatever he was with them. But uh, and then they he was missing during the playoffs last year. And then they added in Drew Rhodes, who was on that bad darts team that upset them. They'll be at home over at Hoppers, playing the Glory Pounders. One of the new teams to the league, and they look at them, seventh seed, Nick and Paul and Claire and, and Jake and all of them. They did Margo. They had an excellent season. They uh, they played well all year. Fun team to play against. Mm. I'll tell you a story here that I don't know if I should share, but I'm going to. So, whenever we played them, uh, Claire gets drawn out against Big Fun in singles cricket. The other singles cricket player was Keon. I'm sorry. She got drawn out against Keon. And she goes, oh, she was mad. She was like, she's talking to Paul. I just happened to walk up. She's like, I wanted to play Big Fun. I don't really know Keon, but I know Big Fun's really good. And Paul goes, well, honestly, on their team, it doesn't really matter who you play. Everybody's good. And I went, and she goes, I want to play the best. I want to play the best player. I went, you are. She got to look at me. I went, look at the stats. Statistically, Keon's better than Big Fun. Now, now, anybody on any given day can be better than anybody, but statistically, Keon's been throwing better. Oh, okay. Keon was on fire. <laughs> Claire walked over to me after the game. She goes, yeah, he's good. <laughs> I was like, she didn't know him. She didn't know him. You know, so it's kind of, kind of a funny moment, but yeah. Um, then, uh... That brings us to the final one, the three seed versus the six seed. Third Dark Magic. That's my team. I play out of the red shed. People keep asking me. No, I'm not leaving my dark team. I play out of the red shed. It's my team. Those are my boys. Me, Keon, Scotty Mack, Fun, and occasionally Navarro. We will uh, we will do our best. This is like the seventh season in a row that we played 
this team in the playoffs. Marvin, Sides, Tui, all of them. Uh, John Wood is with them now. Sarah Sides, they're a good team. They always give us, they always give us a battle. It's always a battle, and it's a fun team to play against. Good people, good times. Yes, it's a bit ironic. Keon used to play on a team out of Egan's Bar and owned the Red Shed. Where Egan's Bar was is now unique, and now I'm over here with it, and I play out of the Red Shed. So it's vice versa. But uh, it, it's, it's just a little, little tidbit in there. But yeah, so there's a lot of, lot of great storylines when you look through some of these, uh, some of these matchups and everything. Can't believe ESPN hasn't broken out yet. Probably because we don't have a 20-minute sad story. And, you know, they have to do in every 50-minute segment, they have to do at least 20 minutes of trying to make you cry. That's ESPN's way. Anyway, guys, that is my time. That is my voice. I got to get off here. I want to thank you for listening. Hope to see you at Unique soon. We got some delicious drinks for you. Come down in the area. I mean, think about it. You come down here now. You swing by, see us here. You got Keon and Madison and everybody over at the Red Shed. You got uh, you got Elena and uh, Evans and everybody over at Hoppers. Johnny Ballgame and all of them across the street. You grab some food from them. You grab some food from Glory Bound. You just bounce around a little bit. The area. You can bounce around the whole area now. It's awesome. I think it's going to be a good time. But as always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. It's something I will have no problem with. When you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. Thanks for listening.